You're in the right place. Hello, I'm Dan Harris. Hi, and I'm Claudia Kastler. You're over here, over there. Welcome to Over Here, Over There, a global conversation about how we see others and others see us. I'm Dan Harris. I'm going to hand this over to my podcast colleague, Claudia Kussler, senior editor at the Süddeutsche Zeitung in Germany, who will tell us in a moment what's on her mind this week. But first, as a reminder, you can follow us on social media and contact us via our website at overhereoverthere.org. We'd love to hear from you. And please don't forget to subscribe and tell everyone about the podcast. And now, without further ado, over to Claudia. Hi there. Hello, all you good people and listeners out there. It's Claudia from over here, over there again, with a short contribution on my observation of the week. Well, yeah, well, to be honest, it is less an observation this time as something that happened to me. My landlord terminated our rental agreement after I'd been in the flat for 27 years. Okay, Don't start asking how old I am, okay? But anyway, for 27 years, I've been paying the rent reliably, steadily, every month, having been a quiet, non-smoking girl with a good job. Well, that's how it is. The reason for him to terminate the agreement is that he's getting divorced and he claims that he needs the flat for his soon-to-be ex-wife, despite the fact that he has various other flats and properties. Well, you can imagine what I'm thinking about him at the moment, but don't worry, I will spare you the rant about my feelings towards this guy. Besides my head spinning, how on earth I'm going to manage a move while working full-time in a demanding job and now experiencing a very tight rental market firsthand, it made me wonder. Well-meaning friends insist that I should see that as an opportunity, a whole new chapter, a fresh start, And the doors are wide open, you know. But yeah, I'm trying to see it like this as well. But then there is a timing which is pretty bad at the moment. The heavy work I really dread. I don't want that on my shoulders at the moment. And the fact that it isn't me going for the change, but it's a change that is forced upon me. So imagine when I sit here on my sofa, on my couch, being grumpy and ponder about all that. I came across a sentence that it feels like I lose my Heimat. And by that sentence, I noticed that this Heimat is a very unique German word. You might want to hear more about it. The word Heimat is unique in its linguistic meaning. If you look at other languages, you will not find equivalent words in French or English, I think, or Italian. If one looks at the individual word components one can draw various conclusions. Heimat contains the Old Norse or Old Germanic word, Heim, a word the Vikings used and which is still used in Icelandic today, meaning world, but it can also mean home. In other words, the place where one lives or where one is at home. So why don't we Germans not just use home, since we do have that word as well? Because there is more to Heimat than just home. When I speak of Heimat in a political sense, the focus of the meaning is primarily on the reference to the common values that bind people together. 
Accordingly, an open and democratic society tries to strengthen these values, as they are also enshrined in the basic law. In this way, Germany, for example, can also be a home for people who may not have been born here, but who live, work and also work for society and their fellow human beings here. In general, you can see that the concept of Heimat is experiencing an increasing presence nowadays, which affects almost all areas of life. Some time ago, the term was first used in legal contexts, then more and more in political national discourses. Today, you encounter Heimat everywhere. In entertainment, in media, in tourism, in advertising, especially in the declaration of food and foodstuff. This positive spin, this positive development in the use of the word is all the more astonishing because of its instrumentalization during the so-called Third Reich. In principle, for many people, Heimat is the place where they feel at home or where they come from or where they grew up as a child. So for each person, Heimat can mean something totally different. Some see their home as a whole country, while others think of it as a specific place. Another extreme of this is that some say that the whole world should be considered Heimat. We even have the word Heimat planet. This alone shows that Heimat per se cannot be defined. In addition, there is another intangible component, the feeling. Many people associate different emotions with this term. On the one hand, feelings of familiarity and longing appear when people talk about Heimat. On the other hand, just as many people feel homesick when they leave their Heimat for a certain time. However, most associations one has with the term are primarily positive. Many people think of childhood friends, family or experiences from their school days. In addition, the majority of people feel a strong sense of security in the place they call Heimat. Workplaces and employers can also become Heimat for many people. Such employers can often be recognized by the fact that they offer a familiar and harmonious environment, which is particularly suitable for the development of the feeling at home. Well, now that I am on the hunt for a new home, it feels like it will be just that, a home. I don't know how long it will take me until it becomes my Heimat, if at all. But then again, I am not leaving the region, nor my friends, nor my workplace, not my childhood memories, not my dialect, my knowledge of the region. I will always keep part of my Heimat, just as I am part of it. So I'm curious, what would you call Heimat? Is it your home, your language, your tradition, your family, your friends? In any case, I hope you feel well at home where you are and that you have a good, trustworthy landlord with a good marriage. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned. Bye. Thanks, Claudia. Thanks to you out there for listening. If you have feedback on today's or previous episodes, please let us know on social media and our website, overhereoverthere.org, where you can also find our Patreon page. Please don't forget to subscribe and tell good people like yourselves about the podcast. Until next time, thanks for listening to Over Here, Over There. Over Here, Over There.